eyes into all the awesome things that God is doing on our behalf. And if you don't mind, come on, let us stand. I'm going to read the text today. I'm going to start off with the Living Bible version. I'll probably share a little bit more from the eighth chapter of Judges, which is going to be the textual environment for today's message. But I want to read first from the Living Bible, just two verses, verses 33 and 34. The scripture says, But as soon as Gideon was dead, the Israelis began to worship the idols Baal and Baal Barith. They no longer considered the Lord as their God, though he had rescued them from all their enemies on every side. Now, I'm going to put the message version of that same passage, and let's see how the message version describes it. Gideon was hardly cool in the tomb. When the people of Israel had gotten off track and were prostituting themselves to Baal. Oh, I'm a, oh I got a message brewing from that. Because another scripture says they go a whoring. Ooh. Ooh. Now see, there's a difference between being a whore and going a whoring. So on that Sunday, if you got a bad heart, stay home. Gideon was hardly cool in the tomb when the people of Israel had gotten off track and were prostituting themselves to Baal. They made Baal of, of the covenant their God. Here it is. The people of Israel forgot all about God, their God who had saved them from all their enemies, who had hemmed them in. And all the people said, you may be seated. Today's message is simply entitled, I'm begging you, please don't forget. I'm begging you, please don't forget. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word, and we ask for your blessings now. As for the anointing, touch my body, and I ask God for clarity that your mind can be shared with these that are here today. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, help me preach and just look to your neighbor and tell them, please don't forget. Look at your other neighbor. Look at him. Just tell him, please don't forget. <laughs> Something that continually bothers me is to understand two things. One, how can a person forget? And why does a person forget? Now, 
we understand that there are both psychological and physiological reasons for forgetting. And I just want to just share a little bit from a psychological standpoint. First of all, remember this. When we consider long-term memory, it is believed that the human is limitless in both capacity and length of time that they can remember. So, in reality, things that happened to you as a child is still stored in your long-term memory. That's why even those that engage in hypnosis is able to go back in your memory and bring out things that you have experienced. Because they tell me everything like a movie camera that your eyes see or that you experience, that you hear, is stored in memory. And what I just said, let me repeat it. They say that the capacity is limitless. See, you, you thought you couldn't understand or remember those geometric axioms not realizing your brain has the capacity, it's limitless, no capacity, to remember everything. But when it comes to short-term memory, now there's three basic reasons why psychologists and others say we forget. Number one is decay. We do not rehearse information or contemplate it. The physical trace of such memory is thought to fade away. Great example. Anybody ever gone away and stayed at a hotel somewhere? Let me see your hands. Have you ever gone away? Now, when you first go to your room, you know that your room number is 435. All right? Now, it's 435. Now, when you go out to eat, you come back, most people still remember their room is 435. I said most. <laughs> Some still got to pull out the card and see what the room is. But the longer you stay and the more you come back, you remember my room is 435. Amen. You remember as you get off of the elevator, you turn to the right. Some people inevitably will turn to the left till they figure out 435 is not down there. Then they got to come all the way back. Next day, do the same exact thing. But 435. A week later... You have no clue as to what your room number was because you've no longer rehearsed it. That's called decay. Many can't remember their phone numbers from 
Uh, well, some of you have had so many phones. Let me just, I'll leave that alone then. <laughs> You can't remember even, some of you can't remember the house number that you grew up in. Is that safe? All right. I remember mine as a child, 53 South Fruit Street, Youngstown, Ohio, 44507. Then when we got married, we moved on Lockwood Boulevard. I can't recall the apartment number right quick, but it was in uh, Lib uh, Boardman, then our first home, 539 Mistletoe. Thank you. <laughs> decay. That's decay. Number two, we forget because of retrieval failure. Your memory's intact, but it just seemed like you can't access the information. How many said, now I know, I know her name is on the tip of my tongue. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. It happened today. Praise the Lord. You, and, and, and sometimes you're having a conversation with the person and you're trying to think, now who is this that I'm talking to? <laughs> and they say, oh, didn't we have a owner? Yeah, yes, we do. You look so good today. And you're praying, they say, don't, now do you know who I am? And we can't lie. Well, you know I know who you are. <laughs> That's memory retrieval. You have it, but you just can't access it at that moment. All right, and the last one, and there's many, but I just want to highlight these. It's called interference. It's difficult to remember when newer learning disrupts older memories. It's like so much is happening, you're getting mixed up. You're looking at one child and you're calling them by a different name. Now it's bad like me when you have two. When you, when you got four and five kids, it becomes a little challenging. Autumn, uh, Ashley, uh, 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 whoever, you know who I'm talking to. <laughs> so much information is in there that you really can't, it gets all jumbled up. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Now, from a physiological or organic factor, those things that cause forgetting is number one, lack of sleep, medications, underactive thyroid, this that does not contain us, alcohol, this that does not contain us, alcohol. Stress, anxiety, depression. Listen, physical injury or trauma can cause forgetfulness. Look at, you know, the big to-do about athletes, especially football, concussions, or just falling. When you have trauma, that can affect 
your memory. And lastly, that all of us have or will experience is age. Age slows down the nervous system. And when you have extreme cases, that's when it moves into Alzheimer's and dementia. Okay? Those are the organic reasons for forgetting. But as you know, I do not just assess the physical or the psychological but even getting to what my wife shared, I also look at the spiritual. And this is what I want to share with you when I ask the questions, why does a person forget? And how does a person forget? Hallelujah. We must consider the spiritual. I know this might be foreign to many but I believe everything is influenced by a spirit. Many of you may have heard of Watchman Nee. Watchman Nee was a Chinese church leader and he was a Christian leader born in China who died in 1972 at the age of 68. Following the communist revolution in China, he spent his last 20 years in prison until he died, like I mentioned, in 72. That's why, first of all, we have to be so thankful, April, that we're able to be in a place that we can worship God freely. Thank you, Janice. Where in that country, when the communist revolution, Mao, took over, they banded Christians. They slaughtered the academicians and got rid of books. We're so blessed and sometimes we don't realize it. But the reason why I mentioned Watchman Nee, he is internationally known for his books and his writings. Many of my generation can remember the little pamphlets or the booklets that, Watchman, that was published by Watchman Nee, who was a Christian. So when I began to study this, remember the spiritual, I came across something that Watchman Nee wrote. And it dealt with first forgetfulness. Listen, he said, because of the attack of evil spirits, many believers lose their original power of memory and often have the phenomenon of forgetfulness. Words are just spoken. Words that are just spoken are forgotten in an instant. Work that is just done is forgotten in an hour. Things that are just put down are forgotten before the day is over, and things just promised are forgotten in a moment. The believer acts like a man without a mind. Nothing seems to be retained in his mind. He may think that this happens because his memory is worse 
than someone else's memory, but he says, little does he realize that this is due to the disturbance of evil spirits in the mind. Hallelujah. So while we try to address our forgetfulness by psychological or physiological reasons, the things that I just stated, many of us are ignorant that evil spirits are at work. Causing us to forget that we try to put under the guise that this is something physical. Or that this is something psychological. Not realizing they're spirits that are trying. I wish somebody hear what I'm saying. And I'm not just talking about unbelievers. The spiritual world can affect even believers. And until you know the root of a problem, you won't be, a, be able to address what the cause is. Help me, Holy Ghost. You got to find what is the reason. Remember, Elder Cameron, that the original Adam, prior to sin, had perfect memory. In fact, God caused Adam to name all of the animals. Now, like I said, sometimes we forget five kids. Or three. Or in my case, two. I even forget Bentley's name sometimes. Listen, Adam had the ability to remember and name every animal. Listen, I don't believe, and you may have never heard this before, I don't believe, where's uh, Pastorella for that? I, I don't believe just naming elephant elephants or monkeys monkeys. I believe Adam had the ability to name each animal and know what their name was. The concept, remember, from that fictional, I had to make sure I say fictional, Tarzan, who used to be able to call Cheetah, Cheetah! Oh! <laughs> Lions are start running and elephants start coming and rhinoceros, oh! <laughs> Monkey swinging. Now, now, the concept, I believe, Adam had the ability he was the son of God. He had perfect memory. I wish somebody hear me. That's why we now as children of God, sons of God, cannot feel that we're restricted at what we can do. If we give ourselves over to God, God can take this bird brain and make it into something that will be able to have in, in, uh, 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 inventions. So the heavenly visionaries, because we have the mind that God gave us. But if we think that we're still dumb and stupid because that's what our parents told us, oh, God forbid. That we would even accept what somebody else tries to put on me. The devil is a lie. I was made wondrously in the eyes of God, and there's no limit to what I can do. 
Hallelujah! But some of us have not realized that the issue has been there's actually been spirits that have affected us. Stay with me. We were discussing the other day. Hallelujah. That sometimes even in your sleep, spirits will try to attack you. Hallelujah. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. That's why you got to be careful of what you're listening to before you go to sleep at night. Because what you've done, you opened up a channel. Hallelujah. What music you're listening to. You, some of you got the television going all night long. You remember that movie? What was that uh, one of the movies that uh, uh, something came out the television screen? What? The ring? What? Well, I don't know what it was. Something came out. Altar? What? Poltergeist? Right. Y'all got the TV going and don't realize demons just coming out the TV into your room. Now you think I'm playing? Then you got your earphones on, listening to music, don't realize you've opened up an avenue for forces to come into your ears. Have you ever experienced that we were discussing the other day? Sometimes you, you like wake up, but you're in a coma. You have full understanding of what's happening, but you can't move. It's, 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 it's a horrible feeling and glory to God, you're like in a coma and, and you're trying to get it out but nothing is happening. You're, you're, you're trying to move and it appears as if something is strangling you and you can't hardly move it. And if you can just muster our Jesus. <laughs> and if you can get Jesus out, it looks like you got your freedom back. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, some of us are under attack even when we're asleep. That's why even when you're in a room with a person who's in a coma, you cannot speak negative. They might not be able to move or see, but they still can hear. You got to speak faith in them. You got to speak life in them. I shall not die but live. I don't care if they gave them 10 months or 10 minutes to live. You got to speak. Fight this thing. Keep on believing God. Hallelujah. Sometimes your loved ones are looking for you to provide the prayer and the relief. And you in there talking about, well, I guess they'll be gone in a few minutes. And when they leave, you know I want mama's chair. Now mama's hearing everything you're saying. Even though her eyes are shut, she's on a machine, but there's still the ability to understand. I wish somebody hear me. That's why, listen, I don't care if the doctors say they're brain dead. You gotta be careful because sometimes the doctor doesn't realize what God is able to do. I've seen where they have declared someone brain dead and they came back to life. Spirits can work. Now, let, uh, let, let me continue on here. And, and uh, I got so much. But he says, for example, it is not natural to forget what we have most recently paid attention to. 
Some forgetfulness is natural, like I mentioned, but some is not. Behind all the unnatural forgetfulness, there are attacks of evil spirits. Evil spirits are very capable at, listen, taking hold of certain of our nerves at critical hours and making us forget what we should have remembered. Countless number of believers have suffered considerable hardships as a result of the attacks of evil spirits in this area. Now, you see, you have to remember, he came from China. They have evil spirits there. I remember when I was in Hong Kong, I was under a spiritual attack. Right at the base of that huge Buddha. I never was able to finish the lesson that I've been dealing with in the noonday class. But I have experienced satanic, demonic forces in various countries around this world. Saints, this is real. And I'm not talking about what I heard. I'm talking about what I have experienced. And unless you're full of the Holy Ghost, the, the devil can intimidate you. Now, because he's in that environment, he's able to address these things that we in America often sometimes would just overlook because we only uh, attest to it being something psychological or something physiological. Yet he still does not realize that these memory lapses are caused by the work of evil spirits in his mind. And I've got so much more that he talks about even with concentration. But let me move to the, my text today. In Judges chapter number 8, I want to address, hallelujah, and get back to the question, why and how do we forget? Most of us remember Gideon because he went to fight a battle and he had too many soldiers. The Lord says, you got too many around you. Get rid of them. And through a series of tests, it dwindled down to just 300 that were with Gideon. He had to fight against tens of thousands with only 300. Sometimes, I'm in that camp, when you look at your assignment from God with what you have, you're saying, Lord, how is this going to happen? You become discouraged because when you look at your opposition, how would somebody hear me? You begin to doubt, God, how is this going to happen? You know you need $25,000 and you got $2.50. See, somebody don't know what I'm talking about. The Lord gave you a vision. He put it in you. You got the outline. You got the design. And when you went to the bank, $2.50. And you're saying, Lord, how is this going to happen? But we forget when the child only had a couple fish and a few loaves of bread, when God blessed it, that little became much, and there was some left over. If God 
God has put something in your spirit to do. You cannot look humanly at how it's going to happen, but he wants to know, will you trust me? Will you follow my voice? Will you step out by faith even when you don't know how it's going to happen? I wish I could get a praise on that. Gideon ends up with 300. Now, they've fought. They've been successful. That's in chapter 7. But now we're in chapter 8. You who have your Bibles, and because we've got King James Version primarily, I'll use the King James Version. Verse number 4. The Bible says in chapter 8, And Gideon came to Jordan, passed over he and 300 men that were with him. They were faint yet pursuing, which means they were tired, but they kept on going. Woo, sometimes when you feel tired, you still gotta keep on pursuing. When the anointing of God is on your life, you gotta take advantage of the time. This time might not happen anymore. You gotta keep on moving even if you're tired because this is your anointed. I wish somebody hear me. That's a word for somebody. Even though you're tired, keep on pushing. Keep on pursuing. Ah, keep on following after the dream that God has put in your spirit. They've been fighting. They're tired. Listen, the Bible says they, 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 they went to the men of a certain area and they said, please, I pray you, give us some loaves of bread, uh, follow, because they're about faint, and I'm pursuing after uh, Zeba and Zamuna, kings of Midian. So the princess said, oh, no, we're not going to give you any food. Just in case you don't win, they'll come back and get us. Uh-oh. See, you don't want to mess with the anointed people of God. Gideon said, all right, I got your number. You're not going to help us? When, when, when we finish this battle, I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm coming. See, see if, if, when you can give an anointed man even a glass of water, you're going to get an anointing uh, reward. They took their odds. They looked at it logically. 300, 10,000. I'm going with the 10,000. Help me. Gideon said, all right. When I get finished, I'll be back. All right. So verse number eight, they went thence to Penelia, and they asked them the same thing. And the men there said, just like the men of Succoth, well, we're not going to help you just in case. Now, verse number 10. Zeba and Zamuna and their hosts with them about 15,000 men. Somebody say 15,000. 15, all that were left of all the hosts or the army of the children of the east, for there fell 120,000 men. Please don't, don't miss this. 300 had already killed 120,000 and didn't lose one man. If God is for you, 
He's more than the world against you. Now there's 15,000 left. They're tired. They've been fighting. And they said, come on. Uh, 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 we got to get this last little bit here. All right. Verse number, verse number 11. Gideon went up by the way of them and smote the army, for the army was secured. Verse number 11. All right. They won. They took the two kings. Verse 13. Gideon then returned from the battle before the day was over. They caught those two people that said they weren't going to help them. Killed all of them. Verse 16. That's right, he sure did. <laughs> Verse 16. He took the elders of the city and thorns of the wilderness and briars, and with them he taught the men. Look, verse 17. He beat down the tower and slew the men. Now, I'm almost finished. Verse 22. Then the men of Israel said unto Gideon, Hallelujah. In the verse before, he ended up slaying the, the king. Here, I'm, I'm, I'm almost finished. Stay with me. In verse number 23. Verse 22. The men of Israel said to Gideon, rule over us, both you and your son, and your son's son, for you have delivered us from the hand of Midian. They were so appreciative of Gideon, they said, Gideon, we want to make you the king. We want to make your sons the kings. We want your family to be the kings over us. You have fought valiantly. You have showed yourself as a man of integrity. You are our king. We want to make you our leader. But look what happens. Verse number 24. Uh, verse 23. And Gideon said unto them, I will not rule over you. Neither shall my son rule over you, but the Lord shall rule over you. When they said, Gideon, we want to make you the king, Gideon said, no, 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 it's not about me. It's about the Lord. He's our God. He's our king. We will serve him. Now, what ends up happening? Verse number 27, I'm finishing up. Gideon made an ephod therefore of and put it in his city, even the Ophrah, and all of Israel went thither a whoring after it. Which things became a snare unto Gideon and to his house. All right? Verse number 32, verse 32. Come on, uh, come on, verse 32. Gideon, the son of Joash, died in a good old age and was buried in the sepulcher of Joash, his father. And this is the verse that we read earlier. 
And it came to pass, as soon as Gideon was dead, that the children of Israel turned again and went a whoring after Balaam. They had just experienced God working a miracle in their lives. That 300 overcame about 150,000 people. But the moment the leader had died, the same leader they wanted to make king. See, people will change on you. One moment they will be shouting their accolades, but something happens, they forget. They forget what God had done. They forget what the leader had done. They, they, they forgot Deacon Rutherford that quick. That's what I'm saying is spiritual. It's not natural. It's not psychological, but how can you know God has done something great in your life? You prayed and said, Lord, if you get me out of this, I'll never go back down that road again. Oh, God, if you help me get out of jail, Lord, if you help me get out of this marriage, God, if you help me get out of this job, Lord, this situation I'm in, nobody knows. And the Lord works the miracle. But then you forget. Saints, I'm telling you, it cannot be natural. How can you forget? D, you know how God healed your body. You know when the doctors went in and they said, we don't need to operate. We can't explain it. Now for you to forget that and start acting a fool in the world, something's wrong with you. Hallelujah. It's not natural. You know. You were headed for the prison and the Lord intervened. Oh, you woke up, didn't know where you were at. You were so high. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. You had laid with somebody who had AIDS, all kind of SU, uh, S, what, TAs, everything. SUVs, all of it. about dogs with two legs yeah, come on now and I'm not just talking about sisters you went some brothers went uh, some of these whores and prostitutes and, and you don't know what they got and when you went to the doctor they said we can't find a thing you know that had to be God 
when you came to yourself, you said, Lord, please don't let me have any kind of disease. And God granted it. And you then turn around and go right back to that whore. It was not luck. It was not by chance. It was a miracle from God. You know you should have AIDS right now. HIV full blown. Hallelujah. God got you out. You had so much debt. Your marriage was about to break up. You went filed bankruptcy. You did this, you did that. And God blessed you with a new job, new car, new credit. And then you go right back out there and start charging again. Trying to get the latest fashions and you don't look good in it anyway. Look at somebody say, it's a spirit. I am pleading with you. Don't forget. Please, I'm begging you. Please don't forget. Come on, what God has done for you. Don't forget God's been good to all of us. And we here at New Bethel, I'm going to address this in a few weeks. Some of us know where God brought us from. How dare we? question what God is doing with him or the man of God and you know if it had not been for the Lord where would we be hallelujah hallelujah because as soon as Gideon died or as soon as Gideon left they went to whoring after a God that was not real now this is really what touched my heart. I'm almost finished. Verse number 34. Verse 34. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. And the children of Israel remembered not the Lord their God, who had delivered them out of the hands of all their enemies on every side. Here it is, verse 35. Neither showed they kindness to the house of Jerubbabel, namely Gideon, according to all the goodness which he had shown unto Israel. Which means, a few verses ago, they said, we want you, Gideon, to be our king. We want your sons to rule, your grandchildren. And as soon as he died, they didn't even show kindness to Gideon's sons. Showed kind, no kindness to Gideon's widows they forgot had an anniversary one day but as soon as the man had died kicking the, the woman out the wife the children no longer we don't need you here they done sacrificed their life you can't tell me that's natural but sometimes Murdy's spirits Spirit. That's, that's, that's why you have to have a 
person that has the ability to discern that even the moment you see something trying to rise up in the midst, you got to rebuke that thing. Sometimes you got to speak up. You can't keep your, you know, you know that's not right. It might be your mother. You got to get your mother told. Do, now do it in the right way. <laughs> Mama still know how to. I'm begging you, please don't forget. It wasn't by chance a person won an election. Oh, no. Hallelujah. It was because you were always even the best candidate. But what you had was the favor of God. The job, the raise, the position, the open doors of ministry, things that the Lord has made a way for you. All that he's accomplished in your life this year, new homes, the saints of God, new homes and new cars. I go out, to that, you know, because I come here so early and leave so late, I don't even know the, the saints' cars out there. One day I went out there, I said, what? I saw Mercedes and Jaguars and, 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 and BMWs and all. I said, Lord, I'm still driving the Acura. <laughs> One BMW got another BMW. Then looking at something, another kind of BMW. What am I saying? God's been good to us. Listen, and listen, and beyond the natural, when we look at what God's done for us spiritually, how God has touched our hearts, touched our minds, done the miraculous. You and uh, Misa loving on that new baby boy. Lachey and Dante. Oh, they're here today. I didn't even know they were here today. You got the baby with you as well? Oh, that's a sanctified baby already. Now, after God has blessed you with a healthy baby, worked a miracle, and you're not even going to come to church and give him a prayer, something's wrong. If you've been blessed by this message, come on and give God praise today. Hallelujah. Father, Lord, help us not forget how good you've been even from our text that we read this morning as a congregation we will not forget all your benefits yes we'll bless the Lord but we're blessing you because when we consider how good you've been and didn't deserve your grace didn't deserve your mercy didn't deserve a second or third fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth chance God you still were merciful Thank you, Jesus. And there's somebody here today who is hearing you speak to them, telling them it's time for them to make a change. Let them realize it's been God that's been in their life that has brought them to this point. And now it's time for them to say yes to your will. In Jesus' name. Somebody give God praise in the house. Hallelujah. 
Everybody who's heard the Lord speak to you, come on down here.